You're listening to Sports Topics with Coach Harvey Hyde right here on AM 1400 KSHP. Brought to you each week by Floyd's 99 Haircuts, Color, and Straight Razor Shaves. And Coors. Follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. Now huddle up and buckle up. Here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you very much, and good evening, everyone. Yes, it is time to huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us part of the way or all of the way. We just want to make sure wherever you're headed, you get there safely. Again, we want to thank our title sponsors here in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's Terribles. And Coors Light in our first segment uh, is NASCAR racing or just racing in general. And our title sponsor for this segment is Terribles. Terribles Hurts have been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terribles is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terribles is the perfect place for Philip, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terribles near you. And now the Iron Man himself, Chuck Hayes, good evening to you. It's time to talk racing. Hey, Coach. Great pleasure to be able to have this uh, opportunity. And uh, let's start off with the Xfinity Series. They raced on Saturday, and uh, Las Vegas' Noah Gragson was on the pole, but he did not have a good day. He ended up finishing 36. He got knocked on in an accident, and then he came back, and then they got run out again. But the uh, winner was Tyler Reddick. Uh, he uh, stepped down from driving uh, in the uh, Cup Series to race alongside with another Cup driver, William Byron, from Hendrick Motorsports. They finished, he finished second in the 88 car. Uh, Sam Meyer, third. Justin Algar four. Austin Hill, fifth. Ryan Truex, sixth. Josh Berry, seventh. Las Vegas' Riley Herps, who's having a nice run this year, finished eighth. And uh, A.J. Almondigger was ninth. Lanny Castle was tenth. Now they'll move on to uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway from Texas. Texas is a very fast track. They'll go to a mile and a half. Uh, the trucks ran also on Friday. It was Stuart Friesen, the victor there. Then on Sunday, they had the big uh, uh, all-star race, uh, and that saw Kyle Busch uh, have a tire issue. And uh, as he was pulling down when the car was losing momentum and trying to save it from uh, from tearing it up, uh, it was uh, uh, Ross Chastain in the number one car who hit him uh, going about 60 miles an hour faster. That car careened off the left rear of Kyle Busch's car into Chase Elliott, knocking Elliott out. Ultimately, uh, Ryan Blaney won the $1 million uh, purse. So a tremendous win. And, again, they're going to go 600 miles at Charlotte coming up on Memorial Day Sunday. From Formula One, it was Max Verstappen. And uh, a tremendous win for him in Spain. And, uh, Coach, one of the things that is uh, going on at this time is that Indianapolis, uh, the uh, 500, had qualifying. Now, uh, a little bit controversial in the sense that normally they would have uh, bump day and all that went on, but they do it a little differently now. Uh, For a while, you can only watch it online, and then on Sunday – you had the uh, opportunity to uh, to watch qualifying. It was uh, Scott Dixon on the pole. Uh, just so you know, the the speeds at Indianapolis, and we'll talk about this a little bit later because I've not had the privilege to go to Indy, but that's something you've done. Dixon will be on the pole. His four lap average two thirty four 
2.046. They let him do a warm-up lap. That was 221.9. And then he picked it up to 234, 233, 234, and 233.7 to get that average. Alex Palou will be in uh, the second position. And rounding out the front row will be Rinus VK, uh, Ed Carpenter, Marcus Erickson, Tony Kanaan, Pedro Award, Felix Rosenquist, Romain Grosjean, and uh, I think a name that everyone is interested in. He'll be starting 12th, seven-time NASCAR uh, Cup winner Jimmy Johnson, who will be racing his first 500. Now, he's raced the road courses over the last couple of years, but he is starting 12th. He's averaging 231. And, Coach, give me an idea. The back of the field... Uh, we'll have Jack Harvey. He uh, he is at 32nd with an average of 226. So you can see the difference between the lap average 226 to 234. That's uh, eight miles an hour in in the 33rd spot with no time, but obviously with a promotional opportunity. Stefan Wilson. So uh, big day on Sunday. You start with Monaco, a completely different style of race through the streets of. Of, uh, of Monte Carlo, one of the greatest adventures in motorsports with a great tradition. And then you'll come back and you'll go 500 miles in Indy, and then you'll go 600 miles in the stock car at Charlotte. And uh, I know a lot of people are always interested in this. There'll be no uh, person attempting the double-double for Indy and Charlotte. And that was always one of the great stories where you could go run 500 miles in Indy, and then uh, uh, take the jet down and then helicopter into Charlotte, probably start in the back of the field, uh, and then work your way up for 600 miles. Chuck Hayes joins us here with our NASCAR report, or just racing report, brought to us by Terrible Herbs. Chuck, there was a little bit of a, on the million-dollar race, the NASCAR race on Sunday, a little bit of a different finish, wasn't there, uh, as far as the way uh, they thought they had a winner. They weren't sure they have a winner, and then they did have a winner. Yeah, Coach, you know, I think they threw that uh, that caution at the end when, when Blaney was, you know, running away with it. I mean, he had the race won, and I believe it was Ricky Stenhouse that uh, that uh, spun in the back, and they threw the, uh, the caution flag and then uh, forced everybody to get up to uh, to do it again. And then Ryan Blaney, what happened was um, he had unbuckled his seatbelt. And there's very strict rules in regards to, to NASCAR about having that uh, secured. Uh, so he, he went down and, you know, he was ready to do the, the victory uh, burnout. He had lowered the window net. Then he had a, a trouble getting it out there. And then uh, he said, I got it rigged up enough to where it halfway stayed. Well, that would be a, like an equipment violation. You know, in, in, in football, uh, you lose your helmet, you've got to go out for a play. That's, you know, a safety rule to make sure that you're not rushed in or you're not wearing a helmet that somebody just tosses to you. So um, NASCAR got in a little bit of hot water where, they say, where Blaney said, I appreciate NASCAR for not making us come down pit road to fix it and letting me get it clipped back again to where we could stay out. But if you were second, like Denny Hamlin was, he said NASCAR was wrong on both fronts. First, for calling the caution for Ricky Stenhouse going into the wall in the back of the field, 
and then uh, seeing uh, the frustration of not having that rule enforced on the window net. Now, they're going for a million dollars. So how are you expect uh, inspecting that? Well, guess what? When you come down pit road at the end of the race, be, be, believe it or not, when they had uh, the five lug nuts, they had inspectors making sure that they were all secured. So if they checked the window net and it wasn't secured, that would be a DQ right away for a million dollars. And Ryan Blaney would have lost that, and Denny Hamlin would have won it, who only finished .266 seconds behind him. Chuck, that was more or less a touche. You know, we could have done it differently, and you should have done it differently, so let's don't see it. But I know if you're another racer in the race, uh, you look at it a little bit different, too unless you are the winner and declared winner. Chuck, Indianapolis, well, first of all, this past weekend was really loaded with racing. It was unbelievable. I tell you, it was on every channel at prime time, and Indianapolis had really prime time as far as with the trials and so on, and NBC, it was great watching that. And one owner really sort of dominated that, didn't they? Well, you know, Roger Penske owns that track, and again, Ganassi uh, is in um, is in uh, open wheel. He got out and he got out of NASCAR. Uh, you've got a, not a big crossover now. I think the economics are are something. I can only think of of Haas, who has um, uh, a Formula One, and then also um, um, in the. Uh, uh, NASCAR series, uh, Newman Haas, which which Tony uh, Stewart uh, has, um, uh, Stewart Haas. I said Newman Haas. I'm thinking of Paul Newman, the great actor who used to be a racer, and it goes deep. And uh, when you look at uh, Haas Racing, you look at someone who's made the commitment, 150 million dollars, I believe, a team. Uh, to race in in Formula One, and there's some some budget issues in re, in regards to that. So, you know, you have um, uh, Gene Haas uh, having been involved at multiple levels, and uh, it's just it's just amazing the sponsorship dollars that are out there. And you you know you come from a day when people uh, would go to Indy to look for a ride, and if they were good and there was a car owner that wanted to put you in and you had a chance to qualify, then you had an opportunity to run. A little bit different today with the big bucks, and uh, Ganassi, as you said, uh, has four or five cars in the race, and can you imagine that at $150 million apiece or $100 million apiece, and the number of miles they uh, go and travel to have these races is unbelievable. But it is a spectacular event, and Chuck, I've had the opportunity of being there. In fact, we did a radio show. Uh, from the track when I was back there with Bill Lofthouse from Phoenix Decorating. I was his guest back there, along with the Tournament of Roses president. Had a chance to stand on the track, had a chance to do a a, a lap or two around the track uh, and the pace car, and it was absolutely fantastic. It really is a beautiful place, and I don't think you really realize, people that haven't been there, how large that place is, Chuck. It's, it holds like 350 to 400,000 people. And the way the track is built and the size of the property that it's on and the event it is, it, it just takes over the entire state. And uh, I was there maybe three or four days because we got there early because Bill Lofthouse was judging the floats in the parade. They have a parade 
each driver rides in the parade and is introduced to the crowd and so on. They have a military ceremony, which we went to, memorial ceremony. Got to see it firsthand, and uh, it was such a great event. I remember that show we did, Chuck, when you, I forget where, where you were. You were in the studio, and I was back in Indianapolis, and I was doing that pace lap. Yeah, Coach, that was phenomenal. And, I, you know, to me, there's certain things that I look at. The Rose Bowl, I look at Churchill Downs, the Kentucky Derby. I look at Indianapolis. Uh, I look at, uh, at Pebble Beach for golf or Augusta for, for the Masters. That there are certain places in sport that are, are just they're beyond repro- reproach because of the number of years they've been doing it. You know, it's interesting. There's 20 international drivers, and there's 13 Americans. So in the old days, they would not race it the same day as F1. In fact, Indy used to be part of the World Championship, and they would count the winner of Indianapolis with the World Championship in Formula One for points. And so that's where you had uh, people like Jackie uh, Stewart and Jimmy Clark and Graham Hill uh, the great names from from back in the day, uh, Jack Brabham, Sir Jack Brabham, racing, and so you have uh, Will Power from Australia. You have two Brazilians, Elio Castroneves and Tony Canon, two Canadians, a Colombian, Juan Pablo Montoya, who's raced Indy, Formula One, and um, NASCAR. Uh, you have two uh, French uh, drivers, one from Japan, Takuma Sato. Uh, Pato Award is from Mexico, and uh, Rinus VK is from the Netherlands. Uh, tremendous, tremendous history, and a thrill to know that you could grow up uh, in another world, if you will. And uh, I, let's not forget the two Aussies, uh, excuse me, the two uh, New Zealanders, Scott Dixon, the poll winner, and Scott McLaughlin, uh, who were beyond, uh, again, Dixon on the pole. I, I was looking at the number of drivers, and I cut myself short, Coach, after thinking about what a thrill it is as a young person to get involved in racing and then have that chance to go to Indianapolis. I agree with you, Chuck. I'll tell you, I grew up sitting uh, by a radio, listening to the 500 race on Memorial Day with my ear to the radio, and Billy Vukovic was then racing, J.C. Agajanian was racing, number 98, and the names of the past, and then Al Unser, and uh, the rest of them came along. Really great uh, Hall of Famers in racing. Coach, let me, was, ask uh, you, let me ask you this. With that said, you growing up listening on radio and then having a chance to see it on TV, that next step up when the first time you got to watch it, probably in black and white, before high def, when you got there to Indianapolis, was it emotional for you to finally see something that you grew up listening to on radio? Unbelievable, Chuck. Uh, when I got out, I got out of the car. They stopped the car, so and they allowed me to walk up in the curve. Uh, and the banking of that track is unbelievable. It's actually walking uphill, really like going on a mountain trail. It's that steep. And I kept talking to you on the radio. Then I went back and got in the car. And we continue going around it, and it's a really a wide track. And that little strip of brick that's in the middle on the finish line is really something special. Then I had a chance to be on the on the track during the national anthem and uh, the flyover. I was standing next to a general, marine general, 
and I spoke with him there, and I remember that that's why I made the contact with him and made the introduction to the president of the Tournament of Roses, Ron Oakham, at that time, and he was looking for a flyover. So I asked the general, would you like to be do, do the flyover uh, for the Rose Bowl game this coming year? And he says, I'd be very interested. So I introduced them both, and they exchanged cars, and by gosh, if he went at the Rose Bowl game, and they had to fly over the Marine uh, Jets flew over the Rose Bowl game. So it's quite a small world, Chuck, and the people that are there are very nice. And uh, you know. And then I remember after the race, we went to dinner at this restaurant, and Mario Andretti, Andretti was sitting next to us, and he was eating with his family. It was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And as you said, it's one of those events you've got to do once. Well, we've got to take quick, a short the, board, the, the Borg Warner Trophy, you introduced the family. They came to the uh, Miami-Nebraska National Championship game, and you were uh, kind enough to let me have lunch with them at the kickoff yeah. luncheon. And those families have been in racing for many, many years, and their name of their families is on that trophy. You're right. I'll tell you, I forgot that happened. They they said, well, we'd like to come out to the Rose Bowl game. And I said, if you really want to come, they flew out in their jet. We got them tickets and the whole thing. They went to the parade. They went to the game. It was really a great, great day. So, again, uh, let's take a time out. This is our racing segment. We come to you every week here with our Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. The sponsoring, uh, the sponsor of our racing segment is Terrible Herps. They've been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terribles is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, a cold drink. Terribles is the perfect place for Philip. And with over 100 locations in Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terribles near you. So buckle up. We'll take this short time out. When we come back, let's talk UNLV softball. I'm Harvey Hyde. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shaves. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business 
Terrible Herbs has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always the Terrible's near you. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us here with our Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors and Coolest Light Sports Topic Show. Well, now it's time for our UNLV uh, softball segment. Coach Christy Fox is enabled to be with us. Why? She's at the uh, national uh, elimination of the uh, NIT basketball championships in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. And the Rebels won today. But before we get to that, let's talk to uh, talk about our sponsor for this segment all year round, and that's uh, Aces Bar and Grill, located the first location at 7272 El Capitan Way. The second is at 35 Gibson Road, that's Gibson, and the 215, appetizers, salads, wraps, breakfast, great food, great prices, happy hour, the best. And you can call them for reservations for parties or special activities at 702-579-3330. Well, the UNLV softball team is on a roll. They're currently 41-14. and 14. Uh, They had a big game in their opening game. Thursday, uh, basically it was put off because they had bad weather up there, so they had to play the game on Sunday. They opened up against Northern Alabama, the softball team, and they were beaten up there 9-5, to and they had their backs against the wall, which is a double elimination uh, tournament. But they bounced back the next day against Rutgers and had a great day and uh, beat Rutgers for the Big Ten 5-1. to And then today the softball program had a big win, over uh, uh, Tarleton uh, State, uh, six to five and uh, six to four, excuse me. And uh, what a big uh, game that was in the top of the seventh inning. They had a home run and to win the game. And Jenny Bressler uh, got her 28th win of the year. By the way, Jenny made all region as far as two. Not only that, but the first team all Mountain West Conference pitcher. So uh, they will wait and see tonight. Later on this afternoon. Uh, they will be uh, playing uh, the loser of the Baylor-North Alabama game, the loser of the Baylor-North Alabama game tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., and that's the final game of the double elimination game. Now, if they uh, beat either Baylor or Northern Alabama, then they will move 
which is a team a four team playoff championship bracket. And uh, this will continue until you have a uh, national champion. And this is the National Invitation Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. So the UNLV Rebel Softball Program has had a tremendous year. Uh, they've had uh, the most wins they've had in, in many, many years. And they've had to win two straight back-to-back games to stay in the tournament. And tomorrow's game at 10 a.m., if they have a chance to win that game, which we hope they do, the softball program will go into the winner's bracket for the four teams, uh, and one of those four teams will be champion of the National Invitations uh, Softball Championship. So we want to wish Coach Christy Fox and the Rebel Softball Program the best of luck. Obviously, people understand they can't be on the show tonight because they're out there scouting, getting ready, and they're watching the game that uh, that they'll be playing either one of these teams next uh uh, tomorrow, either Baylor or Northern Alabama. Remember, they played Northern Alabama in their first game, a loss to them, 9-5. to five. So they're watching that game, and Coach says, Coach, can you do it for me? And I said, I'd love to. So, again, that's our UNLV softball report. It's a lot shorter than it normally is because we don't have to coach with us, but giving you the real results is something I wanted to do. So, again, our UNLV softball uh, segment each week is brought just by Aces Bar and Grill. The first location, 7272 El Capitan Way. The second at 35 Gibson Road. That's Gibson in the 215. Appetizers, salads, wraps, breakfast, great foods, great appetizers, great prices. And uh, with the happy hour specials, that even makes it better. So, again, uh, I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. If you're out there and you need a car or truck, I suggest you stop by Budget Car and Truck Rental or give them a call at 702-736-1212. Buckle up, because when we come back, we're going out to the Las Vegas ballpark where Jim Jammer will be joining us, and it's our Las Vegas Aviator Weekly Report. Terrible Herbs has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always the Terrible's near you. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com. For location information, that's Floyd99.com for location information. 
Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Experience the excitement of Allegiant Stadium with the pageantry of college football. Your UNLV Rebels will play a competitive slate of six games, including the battle for the Fremont Cannon against rival UNR. Savvy fans can lock in the best prices for the best seats at UNLV football games inside Allegiant Stadium with season tickets. Visit UNLVTickets.com for more information about UNLV football at Allegiant Stadium. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.ihsbire, which spells inspire2022.org. NBA 2K23 Summer League is back for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams July 7th through the 17th at the Thomas and Mack Center and Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow. Take center stage and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Las Vegas. Adults, $40. Kids, $30. Reserve and VIP seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack box office, NBAevents.com or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I am Harvey Hyde. I'm buckled up. Why we're on our way out to the Las Vegas ballpark for a Las Vegas Aviator Report with Jim Gemmer, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators. You're listening to our Floyd's 99 Cups and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Jim Gemma, good evening to you. Harvey, it's always great to be on on this, uh, on this night. I hope all is well. Everything is well, Jimmy. I'll tell you, the lights won't be on at the Las Vegas ballpark, but the Aviators are still on the road. Yeah, we're you know uh, halfway through this uh, road trip. The first leg was in Reno. Uh, Started the second leg in the Pacific Northwest against the Tacoma Rainiers. So uh, tomorrow will be uh, game eight of the uh, 12-game uh, road trip. And um, right now it will run through uh, Sunday, May 29th, and there's an off day on uh, Memorial Day. And uh, a week from tonight when I talk to you, Harvey, the team will uh, open a nine-game homestand from May 31st to uh, June 9th against the Sacramento Rivercats. That'll be a six-game series from May 31st to June 5th. And then the Round Rock Express, the AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers, uh, 
We haven't been into uh, Las Vegas Ballpark. It'll be three years because of the uh, pandemic. So it'll be always uh, good to have uh, the teams from uh, the other uh, division in. That'll be just a three-game series from Tuesday through Thursday, June 7, 8, 9. All the games are at 7.05 except for the uh, Sunday, June 5th is at noon. Jim, uh, it's an exciting season, not only for the Aviators, but all the other teams, too, in the Pacific Coast League. Very close. Every team is uh, one game out of first or two games out of first. Right now, currently, the Aviators are one game out of first. So every game is so big, no matter whether they're playing on the road or at home. And at home, you've been experiencing great crowds where the people have come out and really enjoyed the Aviators this year. Yeah, we've played 24 home games out of uh, the full season of home games. will be 75. But uh, for overall games, uh, we're through uh, – 43 games now, and uh, at the end of this road trip will be uh, 48 games overall. But, uh, yeah, the crowds have been uh, terrific. Uh, we had back-to-back sellouts on the last homestand. And, of course, this upcoming homestand uh, will once again have uh, our next uh, Firework Friday. It will be the June 3rd against uh, Sacramento. Of course, they're the AAA affiliate of the San Francisco Giants, and that will also be uh, Military Appreciation Night. And uh, always a, a popular uh, night is uh, – Saturday, June 4th at 7.05, it'll be uh, Aviators Beach Towel Night. Of course, uh, summertime's here for the pool season for the first 2,000 uh, fans uh, through the gates. Jimmy, a lot of people in Las Vegas have still not been out to the Las Vegas ballpark. It's something special. In fact, you're going to be having the championship series there this year, so it's got to be one of the top uh, minor league ballparks that there is. Yeah, I mean, we're proud to say uh, – Arguably, I guess, I mean, there's a new ballpark open in Worcester uh, where the Red Sox play, the AAA affiliate. It's a wonderful uh, facility. Uh, Wichita, Kansas has an excellent uh, ballpark. But uh, I think it's safe to say uh, the Las Vegas ballpark is the premier uh, baseball venue in all of uh, minor league baseball. And, Jim, not only do people have the opportunity of watching great baseball with great players, they have the opportunity of their promotions you started to talk about as fireworks and all the other events that you have along with the great baseball. Yeah, we always recommend people going to aviatorslv.com, our website. It's kind of the the one stop uh, for everything. If you want to purchase tickets, aviatorslv.com. On the uh, website calendar, uh, you click on there, and it takes you right to uh, Ticketmaster. Uh, promotion nights, uh, we have up to 60 promotion nights this year. We've gone through some of them. We have a lot to go. Uh, of course, Tuesdays uh, is our Reyes de Plata, where uh, we are the Las Vegas Silver Kings, the uh, Hispanic uh, heritage of minor league baseball that uh, we honor. Uh, a lot of the markets are doing that. Uh, Wednesdays are uh, Bark in the Park. And, of course, Thursday is kind of a, a carryover from the old Cashman Field days. Uh, it's $2 beer night on Thursdays. It all happens at the Las Vegas ballpark, and not only does it happen, you've got special opportunities for people. If there are suites available or the party areas available, it's uh, another opportunity to, you know, see the game in a different way. Yeah, we have great price points for minor league baseball. We have some major league sports now in Las Vegas, obviously. But uh, the thing about minor league baseball, the slogan is affordable family uh, entertainment, and it really is. It starts with uh, free parking. We're the only professional uh, sports team in uh, Las Vegas uh, that has uh, complimentary parking. We have that huge lot off of Town Center at Oval Park and Spruce Goose. And, uh, you know, our uh, berm seats start at $12. We have $2 beer nights on Thursdays. 
Uh, the best thing that you mentioned before about the pool, uh, the group tickets are very popular, or the party deck areas and uh, high left field, high right field, uh, is to call uh, during normal business hours to our aviator's office, 702-943-7200, 943-7200, and we can get you in touch with one of our sale executives. Uh, can go through uh, what our group rates are, uh, if, if the pool is available uh, down the road during the summer. And also, uh, you know, there's some nights where uh, some of the suites are there for uh, uh, individual sales. So, uh, you know, there's all sorts of things uh, going on. And hopefully at one point in time somebody can uh, uh, experience one of the suites because it's really uh, the only way to go at uh, the game is when you're in a suite. Or the Play Studios Club. Uh, which is a great area to watch the game. We have that huge bar area, uh, great food up there. So, uh, like you said, and then our, our fixed seating, it's what uh, basically the Atlanta Braves Stadium has. It's the mess seating, and it's obviously, uh, without a doubt, their uh, cooler seats, at least 30 to 40 degrees uh, cooler seats. They're real comfortable. This is our third year with those uh, type seats, and uh, it really helps when it gets warmer in the summer months. It makes a big difference. Jimmy, since the team has been on the road, any great performances by any of the players? Uh, maybe people haven't had the opportunity of uh, listening to the games or paying attention to it. Well, left-handed pitcher Jared Koenig is a great story. He, uh, you know, it's a classic case of uh, perseverance. He played a lot of years in independent ball, and he's one of the uh, top leaders in the uh, Coast League with a 2.70 ERA. He's been a great story. Uh, he'll, I believe he's pitching again tomorrow night. Uh, right now, our bats are struggling a little bit. Hopefully, the last half of this uh, road trip, we can get we'll get the bats going because uh, you know, all in all, the pitching's been good. Uh, we've been uh, losing a few uh, close games. So again, this is a very long road trip. It's, uh, it's literally a two-week road trip with the off days. So uh, right now, we're on the second leg of this trip, and uh, hopefully, we can uh, string some wins together before we get back home uh, Tuesday. May 31st for a nine-game homestand against Sacramento and Round Rock Express. Well, let's get out to the Las Vegas ballpark and support the Las Vegas Aviators. They're one game out of first place, so bring them back home next Tuesday. We'll do the show again every Tuesday and Wednesday night, our Las Vegas Aviator Report with Jim Gemma, and uh, maybe we'll see you out at the ballpark. So, Jim, again, I want to thank you again for joining us weekly for the show. Good luck to you and the Aviators, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you next week, Harvey, when uh, we're back home to open this nine-game homestand. Jimmy Gemma joins us here weekly with the Las Vegas Aviator Report. Again, Jimmy is Director of Media Relations and uh, wears many hats, and we want to thank him for being a part of our show. You're listening to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. When we come back, let's feature the UNLV baseball team. Where are they going to be? They're going to be down in San Diego at Tony Gwynn Stadium for the Mountain West Conference Championship Tournament. Where are they seated? Number one. We'll find out about all that in a moment when we talk to their pitching coach. I'm Harvey Hyde. Bye up. We'll be right back from Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut 
comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Terrible Herbs has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terrible's near you. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business NBA 2K23 Summer League is back for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams July 7th through the 17th at the Thomas Mack Center and Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow. Take center stage and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Las Vegas. Adults, $40. Kids, $30. Reserve and VIP seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack box office, NBAevents.com or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dog's beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dog's Brews by name. Visit us at BigDog'sBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dog's Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dog's. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shaves. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Pizza, pizza, pizza. 
If you're like me, pizza is not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Terrible Herbs has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always the Terrible's near you. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us here with our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Our next segment features the UNLV baseball program and, of course, the Mountain West Conference champion. We're going to be talking in a moment with the pitching coach. But before we do that, let's thank our sponsor for this weekly segment. Friendship Circle of Las Vegas provides a fully inclusive and non-judgmental environment that nurtures relationships and helps create lifelong friendships for individuals of all abilities. Through their programming, Friendship Circle aims to promote an inclusive community that values all individuals regardless of the challenges they face. Learn more about Friendship Circle and donate today by going to lvfriendshipcircle.com. That's lvfriendshipcircle.com. Friendship Circle of Las Vegas. The only way to have a friend is to be one. Well, now let's bring in the pitching coach of the UNLV Championship Rebels. That's Coach Corey Vanderhood. Coach, good evening to you, and congratulations. Good evening, Harvey. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I'll tell you, Coach, uh, the name of the game is pitching and hitting, and you guys, when you go twenty and nine or twenty-one and nine in the Mountain West Conference, and uh, win this, uh, win it for the first time since two thousand and three, two thousand and what was it, two thousand and fourteen, two thousand three, five and fourteen. It's been a long yeah. time, but you guys really brought it back in fashion this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously, from an offensive standpoint, our numbers are. Uh, just jump off the page and they're, they're incredible what those guys have been able to do and the the run support that they've given the pitching staff and uh, the pitching staff has had its ups and downs. And, um, but when when it's needed to be there, it's been there. And, you know, when people ask me about our pitching staff, I just say, you know, we're, we're better than the other team 36 times this year. So that's pretty good. They sure are, Coach. And when you have hitters like you have, it sure makes it a lot easier for the pitchers, too. And working together, you have great uh, balance. And I think that's what's important. That's why you won 36 games. And this final, uh, the past weekend, you had your final segment, uh, your final series against the Aztecs from San Diego. How'd that feel? Oh, it felt good. I mean, those guys have been uh, been on the top for a while now, um, kind of year in and year out. It's kind of been the benchmark of this conference. Um, and to kind of, you know, finish off our championship run in the regular season against the guys that have been kind of sitting at the top of the mountain for a while. Um, it really felt good to kind of, you know, uh, without giving them billboard material, you know, celebrate and, and get our trophy right in front of them. It made it a little bit extra sweeter. Well, that series completed your season, Coach, and you uh, 
celebrated your seniors who had a chance to win the Mountain West Conference Championship for the regular season play. But now the future is bright and it becomes really important. But you're going to be in San Diego for a series down there with all the teams. And your first series, or your first game, it's a double elimination game. You open up against, or series, you open up against the Air Force Academy. Sort of a Weird type of matchup. You sweep them, and then they sweep you. Yeah, no, it's tough. They're, when, you, when you go to Air Force, um, it, it's it's like something I've never seen before. Uh, just, you know, the altitude, the weather, uh, the field design, and just the confidence that they possess uh, when they're when they're on the academy ground. Um, it, it's something else. So um, going to be a tough test for sure. Um, tough, tough matchup, touch. They got one of the best pitchers, you know, in the conference, maybe the country going. Um, so, you know, it's time for our pitchers to, you know, step up and, and, and match his performance and maybe, you know, even do one better than him. Um, well, but, you're a number one seed. No, they're a number – excuse me, Coach, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no you, you can go ahead. They're a number one seed. Uh, you're a number one seed, and they're a number four seed. Coach, you get a first-round bye because you're the Mountain West Conference champion? Uh, no, it's, it's no, no buys, just straight up, uh, four team regional type setting, uh, double elimination. So, um, you know, the only advantage we get is, uh, that we're going to be the home team, uh, throughout the, the remainder of the tournament. So, well, uh, with our offense, I, I like having lost ups. So that's a positive. You're listening to a UNLV baseball segment with the pitching coach from UNLV. That's Coach Coy Vanderhood. And, uh, Coach, uh, again, I want to talk about pitching for a moment. I've always wondered, uh, I know you have a great rotation and great pitchers, but you play on a weekend. You play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then sometimes you play games on Tuesdays. Most of the Tuesdays you play games. You travel in between and you come back and have another series. That's a lot of arm work. For sure. It is. We uh, we just try to try to balance it, and you know, throughout the season, you know, you're really tracking on guys' pitch count and workload, and um, we really try to use those Tuesday games. Um, you know, you're, you're obviously when you're trying to accomplish the things that we've accomplished this year and winning championships, uh, you got to use those Tuesdays as a uh, kind of a platform to get some of those younger guys some experience and some innings, so you can really use them on the weekend um, in conference play. Um, so that's really kind of what we've been trying to do this year is really use those Tuesday games as a, as a development piece and to get some of those bullpen guys some experience. And then, you know, we roll it into the weekend and we've had a pretty strong rotation of starting pitching. Um, but we, uh, one thing I will say about this group as far as the pitching staff has gone is that they are the most unselfish um, team first guys. Um, you know, all 12 or 13 of them have come up to me at some point this year. You know, I don't got much left in me, you know, but if you need me for an inning or two, uh, you need me to spot start here, whatever we've asked of them or that I've asked of them, um, they've answered the bell all year long. And, and for that, I'm extremely grateful. Coach, well, it all comes down to this weekend, but there's not an automatic bid as far as the NCAA tournament. Uh, you would think they would being a conference champion, but you got to win this tournament in a way to get in it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we do. Um, we think we're, we're set up well. Um, we were able to build up a good enough lead in conference to, you know, keep that 
the regular season title in our hands, and uh, we were also able to rest a couple guys that uh, had a pretty good amount of workload on their arm. Um, so we were able to, um, by design, uh, kind of give those guys a, a week or two of rest um, and just really minimize their pitch counts. And, and so they're they're ready to go. Uh, you know, the the handcuffs, the shackles, everything's off, and it's it's a full go. And try to find a way to come down here and win three games and move on to the postseason. Coach, uh, in your postseason, like we're talking about now, as far as the tournament is concerned, do you uh, pull a pitcher uh, after so many innings uh, not to wear him out or hurt his arm, or do you let a guy go as long as he's pitch, pitching well? Um, I, you know, the, the pitch count is always a, a touchy subject. Um, I, I just really try to try to trust my eyes and, and trust the player. Um, and we've built that relationship with him, um, our clubhouse and our program, um, that we are just – open and honest with each other, you know, whether, you know, I want to hear what they have to say or vice versa, um, you know, just being honest with how you feel physically and mentally. And, you know, I, I know our guys, but especially by this point of the year, I know them well enough to know when, you know, they're getting tired and running on fumes. So I would say at this point of the season, the pitch count is kind of thrown out, out the window. It just kind of comes down to trust and, and just using your eyes and trusting your gut and your, and your players. Well, Coach, I tell you, it's great having you on. I tell you, we want to wish you the best of luck. First of all, we always say travel safely. Go down there and get it done for the Rebel Athletic Department, the uh, community, for the university itself. You're a conference champion, and that's hard to come by. So you guys have uh, reached the first step. But now it's basically uh, your turn to win something for yourself where you can extend your season and continue into the NCAA playoffs. So, Coach Corey, Vendor Hood, please give my best to Coach Dan Solti and the team will follow you the entire weekend. And good luck to you. And thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Take care and go Reds. Thank you very much. Again, that's our UNLV baseball segment. They're in the Mountain West Conference uh, Tournament down in San Diego. They've got to win it to be added to the NCAA Tournament. At least that's what we're thinking. Again, this segment is brought to us by Friendship Circles. Friendship Circle of Las Vegas provides a fully inclusive and non-judgmental environment that nurtures relationships and helps create lifelong friendships for individuals of all abilities. Through their programming, Friendship Circle aims to promote an inclusive community that values all individuals regardless of the challenges they face. Learn more about Friendship Circle and donate today by going to lvfriendshipcircle.com. That's lvfriendshipcircle.com. Friendship Circle of Las Vegas. The only way to have a friend is to be one. Well, again, I want to thank all of you for joining us out there. Always buckle up as you ride along with us every Tuesday and Wednesday with our Ford 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. I want to thank Justin in the studio because without him, we don't have a show. And without our guests, we don't have a show. So I thank all our guests who take their time to be on our show. I'm Harvey Hyde saying we hope your team wins, everyone. Be careful out there and buckle up.